This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. We were close. We made it very close that time. Hello, Dale. <laughs> What's up, uh, everyone? You could do the intro, Brock. Okay. Rebel Scum Podcast. We're bringing you all the things we talk about Star Wars. I'm Brock. This is James. Nice. What's up, James? How is your week? Uh, my week is, uh, it's been a week. I'll tell you mm. that much. It hasn't been much more than that, but we are on Thursday, the Thursday of the week coming up on mm. the weekend. And then I enter my paternity leave stage where I get to hang out and change nice. a lot of poopy diapers for, for a month. So I'm looking forward to that. How has your week been? Uh, not too, too bad. You know, I'm you hoping know. to go on vacation soon. So. You're going to go to Disney? I hear it's not crowded these days. <laughs> that's like never, that's a statement that will never be true in the next 20 years. That, so there is talk, though. They're saying, like, ah, oh, people are boy, they're not going to Disney because Disney woke. So sure. But I, so I don't know. Maybe like Disney Desi or somebody can speak to this more than we can. Mm. But I spoke to somebody who had, I believe, a relative in Disney, right? Like literally right now. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, it might not be as busy, but it's still busy. <laughs> it's still Disney. it's still Disney, yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see. It's uh yeah, and like speaking of Disney, I, I, I keep hearing people really mentioning Bob Iger now that SAG is on on strike and it's just like Ooh, <laughs> that name keeps getting dropped. I'm like, I've never heard Bob Iger mentioned this much in the space of one week on the podcast that I listen to. So I'm like, ooh. <laughs> he said some things, but he's a shrewd businessman, Brock. He is, he, he's like, I want my money, mm. and I refuse to, you know, he's, he is, I don't know. This whole strike thing is, it's beyond me. I'm not involved in any of it. I'm, I'm in Canada doing mm-hmm. I mean, it's snowing right now. But it's going to affect us because Andor's halted production. <laughs> well, and- Andor hasn't completely halted, though. No. Not yet. I think it's about to. No, because they have a bunch of non-SAG after people working on it. And they're, and they're from... The UK is illegal yeah. to strike. So those people still have to work. Even if they don't want to, they still have mm. to. So right. the members of SAG can stop, but everybody else has to. So they're, I think they're they're working in a. They will stop eventually because at some yeah. point it's all going to come to a head. But I believe right now they're still, they're still stretching it as thin as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, everything's going to get delayed. I don't know what I don't know what's. I, you got to imagine the the actors are going to get resolved sooner than later. Actors, maybe. not the writers. The actors. Yeah. The writers are screwed. Yeah. They are screwed. Yeah, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's like 
okay, we're not getting content anytime soon. <laughs> no, and I uh, saw Blue Beetle had a premiere in Puerto Rico last mm-hmm. night, I think, and only the director was there. That was it. Just a, like that's kind of sad. Apparently, Warner Brothers thought about pushing it off a year, mm-hmm. but uh, I, that's also sad. So I don't know. <laughs> Scarab's gonna let break out your old VHS movies for content. <laughs> yeah, get Can't Hardly Wait going, Brock. Get the old Can't Hardly Ooh, Wait. Oh yeah, VHS. that's right. That's right. Okay. Good um, <laughs> but it's like uh, it's interesting because San Diego Comic Con's happening right now, yeah. and even before this, like I think Marvel and DC. Just like a lot of the movie stuff, there was like there was like minimal like uh, action from their part in this this Comic Con. So it's like Uh I I know Fan Expo released something last week saying that like uh, even though that we stand with the SAG strike or whatever, we will still be having our people show up. But like I'm curious, I keep hearing other things where it's like it's like some of these actors and writers that are part of like podcasts and public appearances are like, it's like a gray area right now. If like, they're going to be able to do that. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think there's like some rules like they, well, they've also SAG has also allowed 39 independent films to go on while mm-hmm. they're on this. So it's like 39. Right. Um, and there is a gray area for, for podcasts. I think some of them are allowed to talk, but they can't talk about movies that like they can't promote yeah. basically. Yeah. So they can go on and talk about their life experiences or what we're going to talk about in just a minute. Reality television. Brock, <laughs> did you see the tell all for below deck sailing? Of course not. <laughs> Well, that's all you're going to get soon. It's going to be Andy Cohen all over your TV. That's all you're going to get. I've been busy rewatching Rebels. I am almost done season one. Uh, And I'm like, what a great show. (laughs) I just saw um, a post recently and somebody said, an actor said from the Ahsoka show, I can't remember who it was, said said that Dave Filoni said basically you just – need to really watch season four of rebels he said i think you can go i think you go into it like without like nude but i think if you watch season four of rebels that probably gives you a better understanding of what's going on so i would watch all of rebels because it's the most underappreciated star wars we've gotten i think Mm -hmm. um and i mean that on like the grand scale of people don't watch rebels because it's a cartoon so uh, rebels was way too good for what it was yeah so uh yeah and it's it's easy to do i think i crushed like five episodes in the space of an afternoon because they're like 24 or 20 minute episodes it's wild watching the first season which it was more of like okay it's a kid's yeah. show and it's like here's some fun adventures and like oh here's lando and here's leia and here's c3po and r2d2 and then they kind of move way they quickly move away from that which is like pretty cool um yeah, no, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's it's still, still good, in my opinion. Uh, very exciting, though. Um, there's a lot. As I was mentioning San Diego Comic-Con. There's not much news going on, obviously, because there's no announcements for movies or TV shows. Yeah. But there's a lot of toys coming out and a lot of books. Uh, and I, I, I never see system amazing how Lego is allowed to reveal <laughs> character names. What did they characters. reveal now? I don't know. I don't like, like, we don't know, but like, there's just like, there's like, uh, they have ships come out and stuff. Like, Ahsoka has oh, like yeah. a 
E-Wing or something like that. But then there's like an X-Wing set with like four characters. There's like the two villains, the robot, uh, the robots, the robots, the, the droids that we see. And then a na- uh, character that I'm not sure who it is, but has some random. I couldn't really read what it said, but I'm like, this could be a spoiler. Like, it's not Jason Sandula mm-hmm. level. Oh, but like. I don't. Other than he's in the show, which he should yeah. be in the show anyway. Like, it, and he doesn't have green hair. Mm-hmm. Would that cause such a myth online, man? People like, huh. Some are like, they made him look better. So why doesn't he have green hair? Who, like, let's watch the show. Yeah. Let's see what goes exactly. on. I think. I don't know. I, I have no opinion on it, to be honest, because he's a like I, I find it. I always find it difficult when they bring an animated character into live action, because there's especially someone that is going to be not like made digitally. Like when it's an actor playing them, it's going to be tough because you're not going to get the person that looks exactly like th- their animated counterpart. Yeah. And, like, it's just impossible to do that unless you drew the animated character based on somebody it just you can't do it so it's always going to be tough it's easier to go the other way i find but i you know sometimes it works i mean saw guerrero was wild because they didn't even try to get him to look like saw guerrero <laughs> they were just like we're gonna get forrest whitaker he's gonna play this character yeah. that three people remember from the clone wars and now he's like the most important character in star wars but it's it's for it's always i don't know i i, I will reserve my judgment on jason sandula until i see the the actual person portraying him. <laughs> I don't know if this was released to like announced at SD uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con. I don't know. Why I was like SDCC. Um, Freaking the third anthology of uh, from a certain point of view is finally coming out this August. I I didn't know about this till today when I was looking up something else. I'm like, oh, very fun. So that'll be Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's I'm down, and I know there is a new anthology for High Republic coming out, so that's fun as well. I think there's another book. There's a bunch of stuff, but like right now, it's just like get your toys. Do you like toys? Here's some toys, toys, toys. So, yeah, but you know what? I don't. It, I that being said about uh, San San Diego, it's like well, that might be nice if you go to fan like uh, a Comic Con. And it's like, yeah, you want to, there's all this like cool, like, oh, they're going to announce this or this person's appearing. It's like, oh, it's just, you know, fans hanging out, liking things, artist alley or just comic book artists. Yeah. Like, oh, what it's mean, all about what, what it's supposed to be about. Like, that's kind of fun. So I hope everyone's having a good time in San Diego. But let's move to what we want to talk about. Well, can I, to your point about San Diego, mm-hmm. I went to San Diego. In 2009. I love yeah, San yeah. Diego, by the way. I've been there a couple of times. But 2009 was my And we went there during Comic... We didn't go there for Comic-Con. It happened to be Comic-Con weekend because all the prices of every hotel was like... We're like, what's going on? And they're like, Comic-Con's this weekend. And we're like, oh, cool. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 2009. So it's a year after Iron Man. Like, it, the, the MCU hadn't taken over Comic-Con at all. And it was... we. So we went to the convention center just to see what was up. And it was like a bazillion nerds having the time of their lives, but it wasn't like a mad rush of what's going to get announced. It was like everybody was just enjoying everything that was going on. And I think it's probably, to some respect, refreshing for a lot of the people who have been going for 15, 20 years to be like, oh, this is what this is what Comic-Con used to be. It wasn't like the big media circus that it turned into. It was something, I mean, it was always media circus but not to the extent that it turned into because of Marvel. 
Yeah, so I don't know. It should be, yeah, yeah, whatever. But anyways, right. what are we talking John about? John Boyega hates <laughs> the Last Jedi. Did you hear? Did you watch this video? I don't watch Boyega? it. I saw it. Yeah, I, I just watched it. It's like a rapid fire thing. It's like, what's your like? Um, what was it like? Rank your the sequel trilogy movies, and he was like. Force Awakens one, Rise two, and then he's like the last would be the last Jedi. But then he also says, which everybody leaves out, I love them all. Like he kind of or something to that effect. He says mm-hmm. something at the end, and I was laughing. I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, obviously, like it makes so much sense, right? Like I think even if you, I think Adam Driver might say Last Jedi, but I think Daisy Ridley would go with Force Awakens first for her as well because it's these are more personal to these actors. And the Force Awakens, Finn had a lot more to do in that movie yeah. than the other two. And then the second one, he has more, like, I mean, and Rise of Skywalker, I think he has more f- to do in a little, I mean, he yells Ray a lot, but I think he has more fun in that one mm-hmm. than he probably did in, in Last Jedi. So I could see how. And also, I just think Boyega probably had a really good working relationship with J.J. Abrams, and that would be why he picked those two first. But I thought nothing of it, but I love that it, it that people were talking about it and that Boyega, <laughs> hit, and they're like, John Boyega, and I wrote this in our headline, John Boyega hates The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Hates it. Hates it, Brock. Yeah, whatever. It's just like, and, and like, I often wonder with the actors in these movies where it's like a green screen prison or it's like, I mean, we watch it as a viewer, you know, as like the story, like for a lot of these actors, it's like, what is actually happening on screen they don't see so it's like perhaps last jedi regardless of story or regardless of director it's like oh that was an arduous <laughs> an yeah. arduous uh taping because i had to be on a pretend rabbit horse for like <laughs> three weeks you know like yeah it's like who knows and like i, I don't know it's just like why do they ask like i would be at if i was john boyega i'd probably do the same thing where i'd be like can we stop talking about Star Wars? Like, I know they're like, oh, maybe he'll come back. But it's just like, it's sort of like, I would get I would get tired. It's like, it's like, hi, I work on other things. But it's like, no, no, you're Star Wars forever. forever. It's like, he's like, he is like the hands, Han Solo, Harrison Ford now of this generation where he's like, I'm done talking about it. Though I guess Oscar is kind of the same too. Well, Boyega now is keen to coming back, which yeah. I think if they're doing this Ray movie, you got to have Finn in it. In some capacity, I don't sure. think it needs to be a lead, but but I like the, like those two characters. I know everybody loves loves like the Raylo and stuff, but but Finn and Ray are like connected at the hip in these like in Star Wars, and and like I know it's been fifteen years and whatever when we get to the Ray movie, but I just feel like if she's rebuilding the order, he he's got to be there in some at some level, even if it's just like a cameo. I know he won't mm. like that, but like just like hey. Blah, let's have a phone conversation. Like he's gotta be there mentioned at least like he's such a big part of Ray's life that how you do a Ray even if she's not the lead, how you do a movie with Ray without even acknowledging Finn is beyond me. So it's good that he wants to come back because I think they could use him. Yeah, I mean I'm down for anything. Let's make a movie. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh Miss Rez is hoping that Boyega hires KK back. Uh, I didn't even know she got fired again. I think that's later in the show. <laughs> oh, which way we go? She, she fired. Check the board. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy once again kicked to the curb. 
She's actually, I heard this, Brock, and maybe you, you did too. She's the reason why Disney doesn't have as many people at the parks this year. She, she's the sole reason why. Disney, you know what's funny is everyone's like, Indiana Jones is a failure. She needs to go. And then Mission Impossible comes out, which is like the best reviewed movie of the last 25 years. Mm. And like, it makes less movie than Indiana Jones at the <laughs> box office. You're like, all right. Fire them all! Fire them all! Fired, fired. As I mean, I hate when anyone uses Dial of Destiny as an example for anything. It's like nobody wanted this movie. <laughs> like, like who uh, wanted Indiana Jones? Like, really? Here's a void in me, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> Elevator, Indiana Jones. Ah, uh, Indiana Jones is such a weird franchise because it's yeah. like it's always just kind of been around, and. Yeah. I think I think uh, Crystal Skull, whatever anyone thinks of the movie, it came out like probably ten years too late, and then yeah. Donald Destiny came out probably ten years. T- Donald Destiny probably should have come out when Crystal Skull, Skull come out, and Crystal Skull should have come out in the nineties when they were talking about it. But what are you gonna do? Time, it's not on anybody's side except for yeah. the Rolling Stones. It's apparently Donald Destiny is good. I really want to see it. I just can't go see movies right now. I'm looking for yo. This is crazy. So Barbenheimer is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Darth Ward saw Barbie. He mm-hmm. liked it. He didn't love it. Uh, he's he's not seeing Open Oppenheimer yet because mm-hmm. he wants to see it in IMAX, and all the IMAX screens are sold out around you guys. Nice. Like they are just like wiped. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Yeah, like they're wiped out. He goes, well, I think it might not be on. It might be like a certain IMAX. anyway. Whatever the movie, the way he wanted to see it, it was sold out. So he's gonna hold off until he can see it that way, which is totally respectable. So, yeah, this weekend, Barbenheimer's coming out, and they're both projected to make a lot, but I think Oppenheimer's going to make less than Indiana Jones, too. Fire Nolan! Fire Nolan! Yeah. I, I, I am really excited to see the, at what happens with Barbie and Oppenheimer this week, like weekend. I think, it's, I think this has just been a wild thing. Yeah. I've said this before. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see both, though. Oppenheimer's three hours long, and I'm like, why stop it yeah apparently though it's three hours and the whole thing is like intense from like start to finish well that's good intense and you know me man 90 give me 90 minutes or give me i'm good oh yeah i watched that netflix movie the uh outlaws with pierce brosnan and adam devine 90 minutes was it a fantastic movie? It was fine, but it was 90 minutes. Do you know what movie is 90 minutes? It's Dunkirk. I loved Dunkirk. Dunkirk, Dunkirk is Dunkirk. 90 minutes? It's like, yeah, hold on. Let me check it out. I think it's 90 Whoa. minutes. It's, but it's like, there's so much going on, but not a lot going on. Yeah. But it's, it's well, like, yeah. Dunkirk runtime, an hour and 47. Okay, so it's, it's, it's 100 minutes. Still, I'll take that. Right? That's insane! Like how wow. short that is. Yeah, I it's mean, super short. But there's not there's, a lot of there's not a lot there. Yeah, there's like the argument of like a, a three hour movie is fine if you keep me engaged the whole way. You know, like yes. you could argue, um, what's that movie? Endgame is exactly like that. But what yeah, I don't like there. There are because I would say ninety minutes, but there are three hour movies that I really enjoy. There are few and far between, and and Avatar is not one of them. <laughs> oh. I, I won't. Even, I won't even put on the second one. I'm not even. I can't do that to myself. Oh, like, dude, no! This like the first one is nothing in comparison to the second one. Where you're like, 
this just keeps happening at me. And my wife was like verbally angry throughout. Yeah, she you, ignored the movie and kept coming. He's like, this movie is so stupid. It's <laughs> like, I, I will say, okay, so Lord of the Rings, I love the theatrical Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. But I actually prefer the extended Lord of the Rings. Like, it goes against everything I believe in. But yeah, okay, the extended ones are just so much better. But I also appreciate that I can watch them on DVD through like a 12-day 12, a 12 period. Like, I'm yeah. like, here an hour today, hour tomorrow. I just watch it over time. In the theater, those, like, King Kong, Peter Jackson's King Kong, I kind of enjoyed. But that movie was like 45 minutes way too long like like they'll, they're on the boat for like four hours and i was just like okay you know what i love jack black but we need to get off this boat i need some monkey action in my life let's do this uh you know there are movies that, that are three hours that i i quite enjoy and then three hour movies that i think every movie does no movie needs to be three hours so sorry no. fantasia and even Endgame, Endgame does work at the whatever, however long that is, four hours, whatever it is. It works. It does work. It doesn't need to be that long. Infinity War, I would cut out all the space dogs. All the space dogs at the end, cut them out. They're pointless. <laughs> Just cut out all the space dogs. They add nothing to anything. Just go straight to Thanos being like, bam, and then yeah. just kill everyone. And then have Peter Parker like, I'm so cold, Tony. I'm so cold. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see what those movies do this weekend. It just watching that has been crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Like it's like, I think we're at a point in our film watching that it's like, I don't want to go to a theater and sit in the same seats, though they are way more comfortable than they used to be. For you, for three or four hours, right? Like it's just Nothing. like, like, yes, I... but like. It's like it is a weird dichotomy where it's like we don't want to do that in the theater, but we'll do it here, no problem. The the ability to pause, start, stop, whatever, like, yeah, and that's why like the Lord of the Rings that like extended cut was genius. I've always said they should have done that with Harry Potter because there's so much like like Harry Potter fans will watch Harry Potter for four to five hours, like easy. So it's like give them all this extended stuff, perfect. If and, they like, shot that stuff. Yeah. If yeah, absolutely, you have to have the intention of shooting it ahead of time. But like, I think people forget that they're like, "Wow, just that. it's like, well, they didn't shoot it." Like, I don't know about Harry Potter. I can't speak. I don't know if they did or not. I've never read the yeah. book, so I don't even know what you're talking about. But like, is there the, more Kenneth Branagh, Brock? <laughs> probably. I mean, there is extra stuff in the books that you don't see in the movies that aren't like big, and so that's why they cut it. But like, for a fan that loves details. Most of the stuff is usually just people standing in a room talking. That's it. That's it. And that's why I think they're doing it. They're planning on doing a show on HBO Max, a Harry Potter show. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll screw it up somehow. But I'm also, that's where stuff like that, because mm. then you can push a show, right? Yeah. Like, Because you know it'll be like eight episodes. But are you going to do a whole book? Like, if you do a whole book in eight episodes, yeah. that gives you minimum, like, if they're hour-long episodes, that gives you eight hours. Right, which is eight, which is what four times longer than the movies. Like you have four times, so you yeah, can add yeah. those little little details that in a movie you'd be bored with, but on a TV show because it's weekly or whatever, you can spread it in a way where you yeah. get that and you actually go, oh, okay, this, this is just plot. Like it, it could work better in a TV show. I don't know if they'll do that or not because I, mm. I don't know. They'll probably screw it up and it'll probably just be a remake of the movie shot yeah. for shot with new actors who aren't as good. <laughs> See, who knows? see you, Zaslav. I see you. 
made like five hundred million dollars last year. Also, I'm a little creeped out that everybody knows what everybody's making in Hollywood now. I'm like, yeah. I really don't. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. If yeah. you're happy with what you're getting, you're happy. Also, yeah, this show is brought to you by AI, artificial intelligence, who mm-hmm. wrote all. I should have done. I should start doing my top five list through AI and see what they say. And then we'll <laughs> like, like, damn it, we're so close. We're so close. anyway. Uh, Lando, the Lando series, Brock, the yeah. showrunner for Lando or supposed Lando, uh, I believe, is the director of the Haunted Mansion movie. Oh. So it was, yeah, and uh, he said uh, that he, he put a lot of hard work into Lando. Was very happy with it, but has not heard diddly squat on mm-hmm. it. Which I was like, how do you not hear anything on something that you're working on that they announced? But it looks like the Lando series is uh, not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna get Lando. That's another. That's another Kathleen Kennedy fire uh, opportunity to fire over. I, I, what do you th- like? I kind of I never believed in this show. To be no. quite honest, with you. I was like, this show. They're announcing bullcrap at this point. I never believed it. But what do you think of this Lando show not happening? It's. I'm sure they could have made something interesting, but it's just like why? I don't know. It. I was I was like okay cool, especially if you put um, Donald Glover in it. I'm like oh I'm in. Did you know Donald Glover is going to be in a TV show called Mr. and Mrs. Smith with I forget who the female lead is. That wasn't a Phoebe Waller Bridge. I thought that wasn't happening anymore. I, I saw a commercial for it. <laughs> Whoa, what? Okay, yeah. hold on. Miss, maybe she dropped out of it. I don't think it's her. It's somebody no, big, No, it's though. not. I think she was supposed to be in her drop. Out. I could be making this up, though. Because she's in everything. So I could just, just show. How about the show Mr. and Mr. Smith? That was a remake, too, wasn't the movie? 2023. It's Maya Erskine and Donald oh, yes. Glover. And... Okay, well, they're also crediting people from the movie in this. Really? I don't know who anybody is. So, like, um, that's like, that's a good pairing. Parker. Uh, can't, I believe Maya Erskine is Canadian. Um, but, like, um, she's, they, she is not. Oh, not. Okay, can't remember what it was. Um, but, like, she's from Pen15. He's from Atlanta. So, it's like for for TV, indie TV snobs, like, oh, that's a match made in heaven. So, I'll watch that. I'll watch the hell out of that. Uh, but if you asked me a week ago when I didn't know about the show, if I would watch a Mr. and Mrs. Smith show, I'd be like, why? But then there's also a True Lies show. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I've never heard of her. I never heard of Pen15 either, but she is in Michael Bolton's big, sexy Valentine's Day special. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't know about She's that. Like She's a like a comedy person. Person. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm getting that from the Bojack Horseman. What Hot American Summer? Ten years later, I saw that. I think I did. Men she was in woman. Kenobi. She played Sully in Kenobi, so they both have connections. Yes, sorry, so. she was in Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's cool, but yeah, it's just like the heck. <laughs> but anyways, going back to Lando, it's a bummer because it's like, I mean, not to get political about it, like. People often say Star Wars is pretty whitewash for a better term. So it's like a movie where uh, one of your main, one of your like most popular black characters as a lead sounds like a win. Uh, but perhaps that was a reaction to political di- ways these days. Like, oh, we'll put it in. It's like, 
don't do it. Do it if you have an idea. So, but it sounds like they might have had an idea too. I, I don't understand choices sometimes on these things. I don't understand just like announcing it when you've got nothing to announce. Like, yeah. Uh, is there I, like I some? Is there like some marketing person that's just getting paid to, as a consultant to be like, you're gonna want to announce this many titles. We have five. You need seven. I, uh, <laughs> I I honestly think it was uh, Iger and then JPEG and now Iger and now Iger's like I I honestly do because I I think the, the whole solo thing where Solo came out in May was Bob Iger's decision because all the reports saying that Kathleen Kennedy wanted to push it to December and Iger said no May and then you have Mary Poppins coming out in December and that flops and you have Solo in May and that flops and if you flip them maybe you don't have two flops maybe you have two better maybe they do better because also the, the solo came out uh, five months after john boyega's least favorite sequel trilogy movie which probably caught had something to do with it a little bit so uh, mm. i think it's bob Iger. i think he forced a lot of mcu and disney announcements i think blade was the biggest one in the mcu where it was i, I honestly <laughs> think somebody forced them to announce that because they weren't even they're like we're doing blade yeah when <laughs> I don't know. We need a story first. You're like, well, why are you doing it? So I, I, I okay. So we ha- let's uh, let's address this question right here from the scuttle. But Star Wars belong in May. I hate that they swapped to December. I originally agreed with you, but then I got used to them in December, and I think most people got used to them in December. I wouldn't be opposed to if they just went back to May all the time. That would be different. But they they kind of settled in December. But I, I, my point with Solo though was more so that it just came right after that movie, and it was a divisive movie too, right? It was one that split people right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you got you're recasting Harrison Ford, and we just had in the chat one liked him, one didn't. Like, it's again you're splitting people yeah. on that. So, I, I would be okay if they went back to May May for good. But if they're not going to, then December works for me. Except I had to drive to you in a snow in a blizzard twice. Rogue One and uh, Rise of Skywalker blizzards. I didn't tell you to move the woods, um, but like, well, I didn't drive to you for Rogue One. It was still a blizzard, though. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do that. Anyways, I don't know. It's just like, uh, yeah, uh, let's make movies. Like it's like we're it's like we're there's not even an argument about when they're releasing them. They're not releasing them. Period. So it's like period. Yeah, like it's like. December, October, uh, some new month you made up, like January, December, like just make some movies. Uh, I don't know. I'm down for that. Well, yeah. they're trying to, but then they're striking because. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because nobody. Anyway, I'm not going to get into strikes because that's not my business. Mm. I'm not a union leader. Fran Drescher is a union. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Isn't that the <laughs> it's so best? good. Like, they need to bring the nanny back, but make her like a union leader. <laughs> the union president nanny. The grand, Kevin Kennedy, the grand nanny. Kevin Kennedy was just fired again. Oh. My arm disappeared. Oh, I got I got Skywalker. Uh, so backwards. yeah, there's not much going on. There's not much going on about Ahsoka's coming out in in, in a month's time, yeah. a month and three days. We get Ahsoka, so we're gonna see little tidbits of that. They could still interview Filoni and Favreau and Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm, no, she's she won't be able to. 
Because she has a director, though? Interesting. I don't know how it works. They can still interview Filoni. Favreau's also... Look, Filoni's going to get a lot of questions asked <laughs> in the next <laughs> month. because, And they probably have stuff in the bag as well that they'll be able to throw at us, too. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It just... like. It it sucks when this happens because again, like the Blue Beetle thing, the director's alone at this movie that everybody <laughs> worked so hard on. You're like, yeah, that's lame sauce. Uh, but AI man, AI is gonna take over the world. James Cameron says it's gonna explode everything, and Christopher Nolan says it's not. So who do you believe? <laughs> who do you? Believe? Oh, I think- I'm I'm just gonna believe the white man, the old white man. <laughs> They're. But that's Choose both one. of them. Yeah, exactly. That was my joke. <laughs> well, they, James Cameron wrote about it, so I think I'm going to go with with Cameron on this one. Ah, uh, yes, yes. We are. Doing... You haven't you haven't watched Aveng- uh, Avengers two, uh, Avatar two, so I, I wouldn't listen to anything that submarine freak says. <laughs> yeah, but it also made it's the second highest grossing movie of all time. There's also ten fast. Too fast, too furious is like. What is that like? What I does it make say about people that they like? People are like, I'm waiting three years to go to the movies again. I must go see Avatar forty seven times. <laughs> I don't know. And then like, but Mission Impossible, which they like, blow up a train for real, and they use forty seven cameras to get. They're like, eh, I'm good. But I'm gonna watch this blue cartoon guy. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna watch. By the way, our, so one thing, though, about the strike, because one of the things people were making a big deal about was the AI thing where they're going to take a background ec- a- a- actor yeah, and yeah. extra and, like, digitally alter. Brock, if they do that, look, if they do this or not, whatever, this does like, again, can't affect me because I don't have any acting experience. I mean, I'm pretty good at it, but I'm not an actor. But here's the thing. At some point, when we go down this road, when you watch Tarkin in Rogue One, and yeah. all the cameos in the flash, which I still haven't seen. When you do that, at what point, at what point does a live action film become an animated film? Like, at what point are you watching a cartoon? Yeah. Seriously. Like, cause that, that's the thing. Like, it's like, okay, you're going to do that. But the Lion King live action is still a cartoon. Yeah. It's just a realistic cartoon. Yeah, exactly. It's all animation. So at what point, like, where is that line? Yeah, it's very it's very curious because it's like because you're like AI could like ruin people's jobs, but it's like it was we all already know we've talked been talking about it for years that like Star Wars or Lucasfilm scans all their actors, and you're like, oh yeah, for CG, so that the actors don't have to be there for every little minutia, like, but yeah, then you you raise the I don't know what are we talking about, like freaking. Peter Jackson did in Lord of the Rings. Let's go back to that. Oh, yeah, there's like a thousand orcs. Yeah. There's, there's a thousand orcs standing in a field somewhere. No, there's not. So it's like, why are we surprised? Yeah, it's lame when you could, instead of spending the money on that, like it's not even a matter of AI. It's just like technology is better and they can create things. For, but like look at Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or well, they almost didn't get it done in time. And then like, Beyond Spider-Verse is now delayed because they're like, oh, we've pushed our animators too far. It's like, it's like, they're, they're, I, I think, uh, yeah, AI is a thing that we have to deal, deal with. That is very, very I, 
Baron, but like there is a a lot of good that can come from AI. I I think oh, yeah. it's, very, it's a very useful tool, but it's also I'm just saying at what point are we watching a cartoon? But I mean, I and I think Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, I, there's a little more leeway. But when you're watching, you know, like mm-hmm. Meet Joe Black, like. Oppenheimer, yeah. like at what point in Oppenheimer are you gonna be like, well, those are those extras there are all they're all cartoon characters. <laughs> was it was it you that sent me the clip that someone made with adding Oppenheimer things into the Barbie trailer? And it's just like someone yeah. just did that at home. Like yep. <laughs> it's like it's like it's too late. <laughs> like you can call it a new thing, AI or chat GPT. It's like We've been doing this for a while. The, the, the strike isn't really about that. It's a main point. But the strike is the fact their contracts don't say anything about these things. And there's no standards because nobody's doing anything. Because the people in charge don't care. They just want to make money. And no one in, in that organization or that, you know, uh, I don't know, polices this has any way of enforcing it besides them writing up a new contract. And would you want, like, it's just like, let's, like, it doesn't have to be like, a, I, my boss is evil. Like, it's like, well, if the, if the solution, if, if the system works, why would we change it? Because change in any organization takes forever. It's like, yep. so that's what it's really about. So anyways, it's still not going to get us any Star Wars. <laughs> I can't wait till Ahsoka. I hope it's 30 episodes. <laughs> so we have something to talk about. It's going to be like, why? It'll be six, yeah. and two of them are the first day. And they're Ugh. like, we're going to drop three of the next. You're like, ah. No, I don't. I, don't. I, I, I think the actors are going to be done by the fall, so we'll be fine. Hopefully. Uh, I have five episodes into the six episode run that is Secret Invasion. And outside of a few mentions and Don Cheadle, there hasn't been a single superhero. And it's just like, this is hilarious. <laughs> Very good show. I, want, I like it. I want to. I want to see that show. I hear, I hear mixed things, but the mix I hear is what I'm more interested in because I'm. I don't. I haven't looked. I've watched. You know, I've watched Wandavision, yeah. which I thought started strong and then fizzled, and then I watched uh, Hawkeye, which was Christmas. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a slut for Christmas. Like it's like, oh, this episode's okay, and then Deck the Halls plays, and I'm like, ten out of ten. And then uh, I watched two episodes of She Hulk. I thought it was whatever. And then they didn't hate it or anything, but I thought it was fine. I just never went back to it. And then is that all I watched? Oh, Werewolf by Night. Does that count? No, yeah, that doesn't it count. Okay, it's I watched that and uh, I watched that and uh, Guardians Christmas again. Christmas. Whatever. <laughs> um, I don't think I watched anything else though. They have Moon Knight. No. No, and I didn't watch Logan. I didn't, they just haven't enticed me to watch them. But this one, this one, the concept really. I haven't watched it yet, but it really has. Oh, Secret Invasion is the Andor of the MCU. Uh, That's kind of true. <laughs> the, the concept really kind of this one it makes me interested to watch it. I just haven't yet because I've been watching. I'm trying to get all the reality series in as I can because I'm waiting for more reality. No, I'm just joking. I haven't. I just haven't had a chance to watch it, but it really does intrigue me, and I like the fact that there's no superheroes in it because I'm kind of. I don't need. I'm not yeah. the person who's like. I don't need all the cameos in every show. Like I don't need that. Yeah. I'm like, just give me, just give me what we got. Um, and, and so I've always been okay with that. So I am, yeah. So the the negative parts I'm hearing are the parts that make me more interested in it. It's honestly like, 
I might have said this before. It should have been what Agents of Shield was like. It like it should just be a show that exists in amongst these movies and gives you a little extra here and there, because it's, I don't think it's going to affect how you see any of the other movies. But you're like, you just watch it. It's like this is nice. This is nice. It's uh, it's I, I, I but like it's not life changing. It's like you must see. Like it's like <laughs> like. If you had to see any of the current superhero movies, I would be like Into the Spider Verse, because the other, like you know, Guardians and Flash, they're good, but like Spider Man is something special. Does even count? Was, as a, like, it feels like because it's separate from everything. No, that no, no, I'm not discrediting it in any level. I'm just saying, I don't think of it as a superhero movie. I just think of it as like an awesome. I haven't seen it, but like a movie that I want to see. Like it's, it's not DCU. It's not MCU. It's like Spider Man. Spider-Verse, you. It's Spider-Man, though. So And, like, they show clips of the live-action Spider-Man. So, arguably, if you want to get, like, specific, it does fit. It's a, it's a superhero movie. It's, it's the, the first one, Into, into the Spider-Verse, across, across the second into, one. Into, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse is by far my favorite superhero movie of all time. Because it's just, like, it, this is exactly what reading comics feels like. It's just like a very simple story, but then you're like, we can twist it on its head and do random things. And it's just like, it just is what it is for the heck of it. Or it's just like, I don't know. It's relatable. I don't know. But like, it, and it's because it's animation. People are like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, cool. You're missing out. It's a great, like, I love the movie. <laughs> um, so what you're telling me is it's uh uh, Ninja Turtles forever, but with Spider Man. Pretty well. I mean, because of Spider Verse movies like that, I'm like, I'll see this. I love, I love, I love, I love Spider Verse. I can't wait for the second one. I, I'm going to wait though until I think it's August eighth. Yeah, I believe is digital. So I'm going to hold off until August eighth. Yeah, but... I believe that's when I'm going to have the opportunity to see it, Brock, because I can see it now if I wanted to. But I've decided I'm going to wait until August 8th to watch it. Uh, should be good. All right, let's go to the odds. Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you, me, and everyone in the vicinity by patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like what we do, why don't you come and support us so we can talk about not Star Wars. And maybe, maybe someday there'll be Star Wars content. But come and support us because we love Star Wars and become one of the following people. Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D., Josh Price. Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero, Two, Gleek Flay, One, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Dan and Nerds, Kayla Davis, and Dale Erdman. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to hold you. that note. Oh, Brock, we got a feud coming with Sooner Thrawn. He likes Spider-Verse, but don't like it some. So uh, you two can take this to the playground at 3 p.m. after class. Well, deal first of all, that wasn't a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's fine. I just love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm biased. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's not as good as Batman and Robin. <laughs> They have skates in their boots, Brock. People freeze. Forget, like they, 
but everyone looks over like he has a bat credit card. There's skates in his boots. Whatever he needs, he's got. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Ice Age. <laughs> I'm gonna be I, governor. I, I watch that. I watch all those original Batman movies way more than I should. Mm-hmm. And that one, that one, I always I love Batman and Robin because every time I watch it, I'm like, I just cannot believe that some studio exec look at it and was like, Yeah, yeah, we could sell these at McDonald's <laughs> like that. Like it's like because it 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 block. It's just amazing. It's just amazing what they do in that movie. Just it's incredible. Like that movie. <laughs> That movie should be studied in university. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for sure. Uh, never tell me the odds. Well, we see a resurgence in Star Wars video games over the next three years. This is a good one because I think there is, I mean, I believe the Jedi Order, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. They're doing is always doing well, um, and they're making another one. They're making a third one. Yeah, that's right, and that so it must have done well. Um, the Outcast game looks really cool. Like, it, I think it could be a chance. So I'm gonna go seventy five percent. Yeah, I'm gonna go sixty seven point two nine percent. I agree. I think they might. I'm. What are they waiting for, man? <laughs> there you are. I didn't even unplug. Nothing even changed. Can you? Oh, no. You can't hear me, can you? I can hear you. Oh, uh, but I sound like garbage. I do. No, you're you're fine now. Oh, it switched back. Never yeah. does. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I think um, they, they've had, you know, for 11 years, Disney's had Star Wars. Let's get some freaking games. Yeah, yeah. About time. Uh, never tell me the odds. John Boyega will join the Ray movie. Well, whether or not I want him to, will John Boyega join the Ray Skywalker movie? I mean, there's still so many unknowns about that movie in general. Like if it's going to happen and when it's going to happen. <laughs> wow. So, uh, I just going on what we know so far and just the vibe. I'm going to go full Brock on this because I was just like, cool. Like it's like. Do you want to be this project or do you hate this project? I can't tell your vibe on it. So it's like, I guess, like, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to go full Brock because I want him to, but I don't know. Like, again, if it's just a cameo, he might just be like, I don't need that in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be like, I want a role. And if they're like, well, we don't have one, he'll be like, well, then I'm not going to do it. Uh, Which sucks. Unless you sign him for like a 12 film commitment. I don't think you're going to get him. <laughs> Sooner Thrawn saying, John going to be in the Ray movie, 85%. That is. Nice. All right. I like those odds. And our final odd today, the next Star Wars movie will not make $1 billion at the box office. The next Star Wars film will make less than a $1 billion, Brock. What? Did all of the prequels not... Rogue One and Hunt and Solo, like did they, those all make billions? I can't remember. The prequels, I don't think the prequels did. Maybe for no, not not pre- the sequel, 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 sequel. Yes, the only movie, the only Disney era movie that didn't was Solo. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, Ron coming in hot. He says it's a lock. 
<laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Thirty percent. I think oh, if, wow. whenever it comes out, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. It's Star Wars. It'll make a billion dollars. Oh, so you're no, so you're higher than thirty. So you're seventy percent. I thought the question was. It, oh, will not make. Yeah, okay. Well, I can't yeah, read yeah. my own writing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I. Seventy percent. It won't make a billion. How about that? I'm gonna go lower. Hmm, I'm going to go hmm. lower than a but And I think, I, okay, look, there's a caveat to this. A caveat. Hmm. If the movie's really good, I change my opinion to a billion. But if the movie comes out and it's average, like, an, like, it's a, like you and I like it, obviously, and Suna yeah. Thrawn likes it. But, you know, people are like, yeah, that was okay. I don't think it does. I think it, the Guardians of the Galaxy is at around 800, probably. Right, like right, the, right, the, right. The Batman, Guardian of the Galaxy, where people. Or like it's good, but there's no like obsession over it. It's just like it's good. It will, uh, or if it has enough blue people, it can go the Avatar way and make a billion dollars. Just add some blue aliens, Disney. Uh, oh, and look at this! The new Star Wars film will make seven hundred and seventy-six mil. That's I think if it's average, it's definitely going to make around there. That's what I think. If it's really uh, good, if it blows people's minds, it's going to cross a billion. But it's. They gotta, they gotta, and now you're getting it on Disney Plus too, Brock, and it's gonna be on Disney Plus in two months after it comes out. Why are you, <laughs> why are you rushing to the theater? The 776 million is just hilarious to think. Like, if it made that, it would be considered a flop. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but I think that is around what Amazing Spider-Man Two made, and Sony was like, no, nope, we can't do it anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it, it depends on how much. No sense. <laughs> And never will to us. We yeah. don't deal with those kind of money. All right, top five. Top five, standing by. Uh, top five today. It was going to be one thing, but because John Boyega hates The Last Jedi, we are mm. going to go with our top five Last Jedi moments. Um, we should have done like top five least favorite moments to really, and they're all John Boyega. <laughs> John, Boyega <laughs> John Boyega riding the Fathier. Suicide Squad made seven hundred million. So soon as that. All right, uh, top five last Jedi moments for me. Number five is the opening dogfight after the terrible jokes. When we get to the dogfight, mm, that mm. dogfighting was awesome. So I'm gonna go with the opening dogfight. I've said it a million times in this podcast, but my number five is gonna be uh, Finn and Rose's plan on how to get onto the ship <laughs> to steal to turn off the. The tractor beam, it's like, it's just so Scooby-Doo where it's like, yeah, we'll just sneak on and then we'll be gone. <laughs> that part just makes me laugh every time. I can't wait till you say Luke throwing the lightsaber. Uh, number <laughs> oh, four. Yeah. Uh, por- <laughs> My phone auto-corrected Porgs to Ports. No, oh, Porgs. Porgs. And the late and the lightsaber just porgs. I mean, it's any porgs, but porgs and the lightsaber. Yeah. My number four is gonna be porgs too, because it's just like it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, just love me some porgs. Uh, number three, crate. Great. You want some salt? You go to crate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say my three. Number three is the dog fight slash just or no, maybe I'll be something somewhat different to what you said. 
Uh, I'll have uh, Poe's run on the Dreadnought at the beginning of the movie. That looks so cool. And you're like, what a guy. What a guy. Uh, my number two is Luke on the Falcon, and he sees the message from Leia, and R2's there, and it's just, I'm like, this is a good moment. Uh, and then my number two is going to be Luke talking to Yoda after he burns the Jedi. Oh, forgot Yoda was in the that's, movie. That's the thing that we always forget about, you know? We never talk about that. I forgot. Yeah, but you know what? He looked chubby. He looked like he got chubby. <laughs> and number one is, um, I don't even know if I have to say it at this point, the Praetorian Guards. Oh, yeah. When, when Praetorian Guards show up, I am all in. I don't even care. To me, they're in all three of those movies. They're even in Rogue One in the hallway scene with Vader by his side. I see them everywhere. My, That's my number one. Number one my number one is going to be just Crate in general, like the just mm-hmm. subterfuge of the force skyping with Luke and just like, I always like the idea that like, I like the idea that like it's salt and then there's red underneath just to, to prove that whole, like Luke isn't actually there. I'm like, I like that. I would feel like clips of the ships running over crate from like high up those shots we see, that would be a great like yeah. screensaver. If your, your computer actually ever uses a screensaver. I wonder I if that's it. one of those. So, yeah. I wonder if that's one of those things on Disney Plus where you go over the the planets. I wonder if that's one of the biomes. I don't think so, but like because it's like Hoth and Endor, like the, like the big ones, right? But like, it, I would totally watch that over and over. Yeah, yeah Sooner Thrones five, nice. Ray training, Snoke dies, uh, Crate, Luke like, Kylo, Yoda, Ray training. Yeah, and Luke. That's good. <laughs> Ryan Johnson leaving Luke say, "I'll show you three lessons." Then edits one out. <laughs> it doesn't bother to change. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I yeah that it Battlefront two that was a fun a fun uh, level on Battlefront Part two. I think it was the second Battlefront. It was great. Nice. It was fun. Those Sick. movies are fun to see. Those movies were fun to go watch. I'm looking forward to watching Star Wars movies once again in the theater. Mm. Like they were meant to be seen. Like George Lucas said. By the way, actually Disney might sell to George Star Star Wars back to George Lucas. So that that's gonna happen probably what? within the next <laughs> uh because Kathleen Kennedy was just fired and George <laughs> Lucas said, I will hire, I will buy Star Wars back and rehire you. All right, that has been the show. Brock, we're done. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> um, what a day. What a dollar. All right. <laughs> uh, thank everybody in the chat. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys. You made the show a lot more enjoyable uh, when we can laugh at uh, certain things and also reminding us of our mistakes. Right, Brock? Anything else you want to say? Uh, shout out to Sooner mentioning 65 is on Netflix, which it isn't in Canada, which sucks. I wanted to see that movie. Adam Driver. No, it's not on our Netflix unless you have American Netflix. No, I, so I, was, I looked it up. Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. I love Adam Driver just does the most random movies yeah. now, and I'm here for it. So I definitely I, would love to watch that movie. Fantasia told me I would like that movie, but I so I saw that I didn't know what it was. I watched the trailer, I was like, oh my god, 
Brock, I don't know if you remember this. There was a show in the 80s called Dino Riders. <laughs> and I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, this is not, this is like the same setup as Dino Riders where there's people in space, like it's basically spaceships in the future. And then somehow they get, go back in time to Earth in the prehistoric era. Or they, what, and they're like, oh, but there's good guys and bad guys. And they use their, their tech and they put the tech on the dinosaurs and they weaponize dinosaurs. Like Colin Trevorrow would have been all over this. Yeah, and, yeah. and like they're like, and they're called Dino Riders. <laughs> and I, I was at Toys R Us in like sometime in the 80s and we're at the checkout and they had like the kiosk at the checkout. And there was this VHS tape called Dino Riders. And I was like, Dad. He said, No. I said, Dad. He said, no, he said, that is Dino Riders. And he said, damn it, all right. And he bought me this VHS tape. Never, didn't know anything about it. Greatest series to not, like, blow up is yeah, Dino yeah. Riders. But this yeah. movie reminded me of it. And I'm like, somebody make a Dino Riders movie, Spielberg. <laughs> I'm going right to Spielberg on Dino Riders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just like, yeah. So yeah, anyways, no, I'm yeah. On. I want to see saying. that movie, too. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Give us a like and subscribe. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.